Southwest Conference Week Review. Season 4 is underway, and we have already had a lot of news and a lot of shakeups in the league, believe it or not. And we're only one week in. So let's stop wasting our time and let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. Cue that kick ass background music, Steve. All right, well, welcome to Season 4 of the Southwest Conference Week in Review. I'm your host, Steve Hurley, and my co-host, as always, is the lovable and adorable Mike Hurley. Mike, you ready for another year of exciting Southwest Conference football? Absolutely. Can't believe it's a Week 4, Steve. Uh, you've done a great job each year, and thanks for inviting me back to be a part of all the action in 2022. Week 4? You mean Season 4? Yeah, did I, what did I say? Yeah, you're in preseason form, man. Preseason form. <laughs> it won't be the last time. Season four. Quattro. Well, speaking of uh, getting in regular season form, because that's we're gonna we're gonna segue to this. Let's take a look back at the week that was week one by starting off with It's time for this week's Unbeatable! I know I will not have this forever, but I promise you, the next person to hold it earns it. Because our time is now! Because the champ is here! King Kong ain't got shit on me! All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the And they stay there, and they say yeah, and they say there. Cause all I do is win, win, win. And if you go in here, put your hands in the air. The Mulberry Mafia comes storming out of the gates by scoring an unbelievable 193 points. They were led by Saquon Barkley, who scored 33.4 points. Mike, what do you think about the start to the season for the Mafia? I think Saquon Barkley looks like he is back, baby. And that draft pick that you made to get him on your team is looking outstanding. Who would have thought it? I mean, the guy's been a wash-up for the last couple of years. And then out of nowhere, uh, he has a tremendous week. Looks like the Saquon of old. And uh, let's see if he can be the Saquon of 16 games. That's the question. But if he continues, I'll keep getting the unbeatables because Mulberry Mafia, you are unbeatable. And as you know, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And now, what Why? was I thinking? Why? But what was I thinking? 
the soaring swine had Justin Herbert on their bench, scoring 23.26 points. But we found out yesterday that they were sitting him to make sure he was healthy enough to be traded to the new team, currently called To Be Determined, due to the commissioners screwing up and doing something that erased his actual name. So, hey, To Be Determined, go fix your name. Anyway, uh, we're not focusing on that on that blunder. We're focusing on the real blunder here, which is the swearing swine benching Justin Herbert. Mike, what do you think about this unbelievable rookie mistake that the swine made? Well, first, I'm drinking because the swine are so good that they're not even starting Justin Herbert because they've got Josh Allen on their team. And then he then he's able to just trade him away for Lord knows what, probably all of his uh, first-round draft picks for the next 10 years. So I'm drinking heavy because the swine, they keep making moves, baby. So uh, congratulations. I think you were drinking that because uh, that decision sucked. Soaring swine. What <laughs> were you thinking? Were you thinking? Now, the freak of the week is the next award we're going to go over, and that is an award that goes to the highest scoring player started this week. That player was Justin Jefferson, wide receiver for the Soaring Swine, who scored a very freakish 39.40 points, helping the Swine get off to a 1-0 start in defense of their second straight championship. Mike, I, I don't know. I'm already sick of the swine, and we're like two minutes into the podcast. Well, Steve, seriously, uh, I'll be sick of them soon, too. But congratulations to the soaring swine. Uh, two back-to-back Super Bowls, and it started week one. seemed like uh, every person on their team uh, performed well. Um, I was their opponent, and it seemed like most of my decisions did not. So hats off to the soaring swine and <clears throat> Justin Jefferson being the uh, incredible scorer that he was this week. Uh, I can see only bright things ahead for that wide receiver and the soaring swine as a whole. I'm counting on, I want you to hear this, Steve. I'm counting on the mafia tripping up the swine this week to give us a little bit of a race here. Somebody's got to step up, and I know I have confidence you can do it. Somebody, anybody. But anyway, Swing Swine, Soaring, I'm not joking, I really can't say that name. Soaring Swine, you are Freak of the Week. Now, the next thing we have is the Bieber Award update. And you know, I'm going pretty fast, but I probably should slow down because we have a perennial favorite to win the Bieber Award that was kicked out of the league. That's right. The Jake's Snakes were terminated from the league. The commissioner stepped in and took him out of the league when he didn't show up for the uh, free agent auction, the rookie draft, and did not set a lineup in week one. And that's when we got rid of the Jake Snakes and replaced them with Chase Moulton, the new owner of the team that's currently called To Be Determined. 
So, Mike, uh, I know that there was some discussion on the online boards about uh, fairness and, and stuff. Do you, do you have any news relating to that? Yeah, I do, Steve. But before we get into that whole topic, I think it's important for us to back up a little bit. And, you know, we need to recognize the Jake Snakes for, you know, all that they did in contributing to the league, which was basically nothing. Don't let the Nada. door get you on the way out, buddy. You're out of here. Bye. You don't come to the draft. You don't come to the auction. You don't set a lineup. Do you not know that in this league, there is no offseason? I don't know what the guy was thinking, and I'm glad he's gone. Now if we can just get rid of Brian Parks and the whatever the name I.O. rookies, then would this league would really be flying. But that's another topic for a podcast of my own called Hurley is Sick of Certain People in our league. So, so uh, Brown has made his first appearance of the year already. Wow. Okay, well. Absolutely. Now let's get back to the subject that I accused you of publicly on, on social media. And that was replacing Jake Snakes, which by the way, I'm completely for. But according to Robert's Rules of Order, Steve, that should have been brought before all of the owners. We needed to have a motion put forward to replace them. Then we need a second. Then there needs to be discussion among the members before we have a vote. The commissioner, i.e. president of the organization, should just be arbitrarily making decisions. Even though, by the way, I completely support you on this one. I do wonder, have we set a precedent here? What were you thinking? What were you doing? And I'd like an explanation. Uh, This is not a... uh... This is a dictatorship. Has been since day one. I make the rules. Me. So, deal with it. Oh. Yeah. That's the oh. end of that. Oh. You want out of the league? You want me to kick you in? You want to go next? You want to follow Jake Snakes? Hmm? All right, then. That is the way you should have handled the original discussion. By keeping your mouth shut. I am reporting okay. robertsrulesoforder.com. <laughs> All right, so so I haven't really explained what the different rules are. So let me back up for our, our new Yeah, team. obviously. We have, well, yeah, first we, you basically just said there are no rules. What rules yes. are there? <laughs> yeah. So in, in the podcast each week we give away awards to the uh, based on the performance of the teams from the previous week. The first award we always give is the unbeatable award, which goes to the team that wins, uh, that has the largest scoring amount in the league, which means no one else could have beat them. Therefore, they're unbeatable. Then we have uh, what was I thinking, which goes to the team that has the player on the bench with the very most points in the league, the, the, you know, the, the bench player with the highest amount of points. And then we have the Freak of the Week, which is the starter on whatever team that had the most points for the week. And then we have the Bieber Award. Now, the Bieber Award is a season-long award that goes to the team that has the worst record. The worst team in the league wins the Bieber Award. Now, Mike is going to be very happy because this part of the podcast normally is accompanied with Justin Bieber uh, crooning away and and helping us... (laughs) get through the podcast but uh i didn't feel like we needed to start going over the Bieber award yet 
until we get to the conclusion of week three, because right now half the league would be in the running for the Bieber Award. Like, you know, I mean, uh, like the Amish would be in the running and I don't know, the other teams as well. So anyway, I'm going to I'm going to make everyone. Yeah, I'm going to make everyone safe. Yeah. 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 The Cowboys. Uh, So anyway, uh, I'm going to save everyone the humiliation of being noted in the Bieber Award update. And just know that uh, when week three comes, we're going to be making fun of some people. So get ready. Now, if you win the Bieber Award, we've been pretty lax in enforcing this, but we're in week four. I mean, year four, according to Mike, week four, year four, and it's time to enforce it. We have a Justin Bieber magnet that the winner of the Bieber Award has to put on their car for a week and prove it by taking a picture each day with it on their vehicle, out and about, and posting it on the Southwest Conference Facebook page. We're going to enforce it this year. Or else yep. you'll be like Jake Snakes. If you win the Justin Bieber Award and That's do not right. participate, we will not have you in the league the next year. Which, if That's you right. won the Justin Bieber Award, you might not want it. You Probably might want it anyway. <laughs> but anyway, so there you go. Mike, you have any discussion about the Bieber Award before we move on? No, I don't, Steve. I'm excited about it. And by the way, I think, if I remember correctly, you bought, I mean, physically donated the money as commissioner to buy the magnet. I mean, that was awesome, and so we need to make use of it. And so let's get that thing out there at the end of the year and humiliate somebody. Yeah, and since I'm going to force this to happen, what I have right now is really not that embarrassing. Uh, it, it, I'm going to see if I can find a more embarrassing Justin Bieber magnet to put on your car. But as of right now, we definitely have one no matter what, and maybe I can make it worse. Uh, so just be aware of that, you people who don't pick up free agents and don't set lineups and – uh, you know, don't participate. You may be driving around with a huge Justin Bieber magnetic car, which I've been told by IO rookies that they would like to have that. So, you know, <laughs> figures. Happens, they, they're actually looking forward to it. So anyway, all right, let's move on. Now, since we have a new member, I'll go over this as well. We have a year long battle of the States where if you'll notice our divisions are separated by texas and arkansas and each week there are matchups between the divisions where an arkansas team plays a texas team and what we do is we track those games throughout the season to see which state reigns supreme which state wins those battles now the first two years the first year solidly went to texas year two was closer and then in year three Arkansas won the state battle. So right now it's two to one going into year four. And Arkansas is hoping they can, you know, even this thing up. And Texas is hoping they can prove that they've been dominant, uh, you know, going forward. Mike, before I go over this week's results, you have anything you want to say about the battle of the states? I love this battle of the states, Steve. There's so much rivalry between the two groups. And, uh, you know, uh, nobody cares what happened in season one or season two, but we're all looking back at, you know, what happened between Texas and Arkansas last year. And I mean, that's the thing I'm focused on. It was an amazing Arkansas blowout. And I don't see why anything would be changing, particularly because the swine are on the Arkansas side. So it's looking good again for the season number four. 
Quattro, season Quattro. That is uh, that is true. And by the way, speaking of that, there were only there was only one matchup between the states this week when the newly minted Arkansas team, to be determined, change your name, took the loss I'm sure because be, because they didn't set a lineup. You know, it was Jake Snakes who didn't set the lineup, but that team didn't set a lineup and took a loss at the hands of the Texas-based Kamikaze Mustangs, 95-125. to So after week one, it's Texas one. Uh, Arkansas nothing. Well, here's what I learned. I mean, even if we don't try... The, they only beat us by 30 points. That's if we're not even trying and get our behind kicked out of the league. <laughs> That's true. But as of right now, it's Texas one, Arkansas nothing. Now, I wanted to finish the podcast on something strong, so I didn't want to finish it with that debacle. And I want to finish wait, wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. I want you to remember where you're at, Steve, but you've, you've bypassed me. Remember we have the Stone Cold Lock of the Week. I yeah, and we also Stone have. Stone Cold Lock of the Week. We also have to take a oh. look at this week's Game of the Week. All right. You want well, to wait to do your Stone Cold? We'll yeah, and then we'll go okay. to the to, to the real game of the week. All right, so okay. um, this week we've got the I.O. Rookies taking on the 0-1. I.O. Rookies taking on the Cougars. And what a matchup this is going to be, Steve. This game is going to feature great players like Matt Gay, kicker for Atlanta. It's going to feature defenses like the New England defense. Both, both of those players, by the way, with the I.O. Rookies. It's going to feature great players like uh, Brandon Ayuk, the wide receiver for San Francisco, and Robert Woods, the wide receiver from Buffalo. What a game this is going to be. But that's not to be not to say that the Cougars aren't loaded either. I mean, the Cougars kicker, Chris Nagar from Tampa Bay, that guy is incredible. And then we I also have to look right. at the fact that Dak Prescott, plays for the uh, Cougars. He's going to be significant. And, of course, Gus Edwards, who's on the pup list for Miami. These are these are phenomenal athletes. I can't wait for this game. And I'm going to say that the Cougars are going to inch this one out. It's going to be close, Steve. But I say the final score will be 135 to 90. It's a stone-cold lock of the week. That's Mike's stone-cold lock of the century of the week. I'm not sure if I still have this sound effect, so I just do it. If we have it, I'll, I'll plug it in. All right. Well, coming off that amazing prediction, wow. I mean, 
the Cougars pulling it off against the Iowa rookies. Woo! It's all going to come down to Man. how Dak plays. If, if you uh, if you go to the casino, you might want to play some money. Mike's hardly ever wrong on those Stone Cold picks <laughs> of the week. Yeah, place a lot of money, guys. Trust me. Yes. Now, let's take a look at this week's Game of the Week. Hold on to your butts. Fall is the season for exciting live football action with the Southwest Conference Game of the Week. Every Saturday afternoon, Channel 11 brings you some of the best teams in the nation playing football the way it should be played. Sports fans, don't miss this week's kickoff. There's no better excitement than the Southwest Conference Game of the Week. This week's Game of the Week is between two 1-0 teams battling it out for division supremacy. As the two-time defending Soaring Swine, two-time defending champion Soaring Swine take on the Mulberry Mafia, who have been to the Super Bowl twice in league history. I don't know if I've mentioned that, but they've been twice, but have nothing to show for it. They look to change that this week by beating the Swine and that would make a loud statement towards making a Super Bowl championship run. But the Swine have proved to be unbeatable and have made their team even better this week. I don't know if you saw this. This is a bullcrap. New trades that he made with this new team made him even better on the week yep. that he's playing the, the Mulberry Mafia. I think he's scared. Scared. It doesn't matter because yeah. uh, it's oh, going to yeah. be a game of the week. Mike, these two teams were the top two scoring teams in the league in week one. I mean, I know that the Mafia had 193, and I, I think the uh, Swine had, I don't know, 143, something somewhere in the neighborhood, maybe more than that. What do you think about this matchup? Well, I think that, you know, the, the script that you sent me says it all, Steve, because if you think about it, um, the Swine, Gage, proved to be unbeatable, and Gage made their team even better this week. Side crap. <laughs> Side crap. Yep, that was in the script, because sigh crap. <laughs> I don't know where all the gauges came from. Maybe you were typing yeah. fast. When you say, when, when I type have, it changes it to Listen gauge. to this line from the script, guys. Listen to this line. But the Swine Gauge proved to be unbelievable, and Gage made their team even better this week. Sigh, crap. I mean, that's classic. How much time did you put into that script? Just curious. How much time did you put into the script? None. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm the color. I'm the commentary. <laughs> I'm your Tony Romo. Uh, sigh. It's going to be a crap. great game. In all seriousness, Steve, <laughs> it's going to be a great, great game. And I, 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 I can't favor anybody over the soaring swine right now because of the record they've had for the last several years but know that we're all pulling for you and uh you've got a tough team it ought to be a great game uh, going to come down to, to just a few selections that are made uh, on some of those wide receiver or alternate spots uh, that we fill in but it's going to be a great game looking forward to watching the score light up this weekend gage it's, it's a true battle of styles as the Mulberry Mafia bring in the number one, number two, and number three scoring running backs from week one against Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Josh Allen of the uh, Soaring Swine. It's, it, it, it should be a fireworks show. 
And uh, let's hope no one gets injured except for the Torrance Fine, please. <laughs> oh, gauge. Gauge. <laughs> let's hope they gauge it. <sighs> Crap. <laughs> All right. Well, based on that highlight of a note, you have anything else you want to add before we call it a week and start looking forward to week two? No, uh, Steve, seriously, this is so much fun. Thanks for doing this. I hope that the guys that listen, guys and gals that listen in our league enjoy it. Uh, it's always a blast. You do a great job. And I was making fun of your little script there, but awesome job, Steve. Thanks for everything you do. Let's have a great week, too. That's right. And remember that in this league, there is no offseason. This has been a What the Heck Did I Just Listen To production. Brought to you by the Southwest Comics Podcast Network. Remember, in this league, there is no off-season. <laughs>